Reading the Play is Australia's favourite source of NRL and horse racing tips. Our professional analysts provide the sporting enthusiasts with the best of the best. Get the best professional tips and previews from our tipsters direct to your phone. Readingtheplay.com. The Socceroos into the round of 16. I could scarcely believe it. I, the, the first 35 minutes of the match, they never looked like travelling. Denmark and Denmark all over Australia found a bit of balance going into half time and off the break Matthew Leckie scores a remarkable goal let alone a World Cup goal uh, and Australia go through to the round of 16 had a bit of drama associated with it too with Tunisia defeating France but Tristan this is fantastic not just from a uh, football point of view but also from a, uh, an interest from a punter point of view as well going into the round of 16 it's huge. Oh, it's, it's enormous. And, um, you know, I've, I've been a big Socceroos fan for, for many years and I was probably a little bit concerned after that first performance against France. I, I could see us getting bundled out reasonably um, easily, particularly after seeing how Tunisia went against Denmark. I thought getting some points off them to make us make ourselves alive going into that last game was going to be difficult. But, you know, a really solid defensive performance, a, a great finish by Mitch Duke, got us through into a Den- the Danish game where we we're playing a team in the top 10 in the world that were dominating us early. And then we just absorbed that pressure. And as you say, the, uh, the Matt Leckie, uh, the, the, the counter-attack goal, it was, it was phenomenal. He's been a great servant of Australian football for many, many years. He's obviously at the back end of his career now, but still doing great things in the A-League. And uh, it, was a, it was a phenomenal finish. And as you say, I, I, was, I was quite quite confident going into that game that we only needed a draw to proceed through to the next round. And um, for Tunisia to get that goal and, and apply the pressure... I think it would have been a very, very disappointing um, night if, if, if they had to finish a draw and not got through. But, yeah, it's great. It's going to be fantastic for the betting turnover as we go into the round of 16. It's been a really, really well-bet tournament as it is. Um, you know, I, I think the, the style of the tournament's been conducive to punting with the games on at 9 o'clock and then a, a, another game sort of at 6 o'clock in the morning. So, you know, you can get up early, you can stay up late, those sort of things. So the fact that the Aussies are now in the round of 16, the best they've ever performed in a World Cup, it's going to be great on so many different levels. Jimmy, I thought it was also great too to see um, a number of people on social media after the game, in particular Phil Moss, who uh, is a great student and uh, past coach, uh, acknowledge the changes by Arnold at half time. He uh, made a couple of tactical changes, made one key uh, positional change uh, with a replacement, um, and that seemed to really kick Australia into gear into the second half. And uh, not only did they go on and, and win it, but Arnie has got some acknowledge for uh, for what he's done, those changes, and he sets up just an amazing clash in the last 16, doesn't it? Is Harry Suter not a superstar? Like, yeah. <laughs> he, he, he just blocks everything. They just yeah. I know he's six foot seven. They can't get past him. He's got great yeah. mobility for a big man. Um, has a, has a real physical presence. These guys will tell their grandchildren in decades to come. I played against Lionel Messi in a World Cup match. Like, it's just incredible. Yes. So, and, and Tristan, again, you talk about timing, 6 a.m. on a Sunday morning. It's perfect. This audience is going to be 1.5 million for SBS, I would have thought. Yep. 100%. And, and you know, and, and, and what it does is it, um, you know, we, we've got a World Cup coming up now in the next edition, which will probably be one of the most viewed events ever with an extra 16 teams coming into the competition in America, in Canada and Mexico. And it really now will, will just create that impetus because if we didn't qualify, if we didn't beat Peru those months ago where it came, we were on a knife set. We were big underdogs not to get through. The, the way soccer was trending in Australia, was it was certainly going downhill. 
the fact that we got into the World Cup, it just puts it back in that shop window. The fact that these guys are gone so well and we're going to have a nation behind us puts us in a great spot for this this next World Cup where there's going to be so many extra teams, there's going to be so many viewers, and that, that's the exciting aspect. Not could, we dare to, could we dare to dream, Jimmy, of uh, uh, Sunday morning, uh, the Grey Wiggle comes into play? Well, hang on. What Give us the market, Tristan, for that match because Australia were the $7.25 outsiders against Denmark. Yes, we're a little bit longer than that in, in the next game. So now we, we've all, all obviously got a couple of markets when it comes to elimination football where Argentina are $1.17 in 90 minutes. The draw is $7.50 in Australia and $19. Now, we're, all, we're actually $21 when the market went up. So there has been a little bit of a push for the Aussies. Now we have the to qualify market, which is obviously on the basis of who, who gets through to the next round. So Argentina is $1.06 in that market and Australia is $9. So... Certainly, certainly big odds, but we saw what Saudi Arabia did to Argentina in the opening game of the competition. Um, you know, the, the the even the game this morning, Poland certainly uh, stuck it to Argentina, and, and they only just got away from them in, in the back end of that game. So, you know, we're we're in it, and and yeah, you can certainly dare to dream. And Messi missed a penalty too, so you know, you you, you just never know. You just never know. But um, a very a very open tournament. What about the tournament winner overall, Tristan? Because you start looking at it and, you know, Brazil have played well. They've been steady without being, um, uh, you know, superb. France have been really strong and then lose to Tunisia with all those changes. Argentina lost that opening game. Germany are in real trouble. Um, you start looking at someone like England and you think, surely no. <laughs> well, that's right. Brazil, I, I think they've been very impressive. They, they've, they've played a couple of good sides and they haven't put up a massive scoreline, but they've, they've won them both comfortably, I think. We might see them in the in the last group game where they take on Cameroon. We'll see how they go in that match, where it's probably one of the the uh, the, the games against the lower rank side if they put their full strength side in. But that being the the form side, I think France also have been very very good. Um, obviously losing there to Tunisia, but I'm not so so concerned about that when they played their second strength. We spoke last week, Jimmy. I, I sort of said, well, if Argentina were to lose a game, um, you want it to be that first game. They ended up still topping their group. They got out to a high of $10. They're back into $6, pretty much where, where they were when they started the tournament. You know, they do take on Australia where they're very firm favourites now to progress. So that was, uh, they'll, they'll be very thankful they finished top and they didn't have to play France in the second game. Spain, $9 cruising under the radar. And England, as you say, they're $10 there with Portugal, maybe the little smoky at $12 as well. But um, there's still a little bit of water to go under the bridge. A few teams are still locked in qualification battle, but certainly been a great betting tournament. Uh, Australia, $251 to win the uh, World Cup too. So, you know, where there's life, there's hope, as they say. 